This is Canada HR News on November 14th, 2022. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about layoffs affecting Canadian workforce, end of mandatory vaccination policies in some municipalities, expanded workers' compensation for firefighters in British Columbia, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. Layoffs have been a feature of a turbulent 2022 for Canadian workers. According to Globe and Mail, 81,000 tech employees globally, with thousands in Canada, lost their jobs. But no sector has gone unaffected. Cost-cutting has become common. Meta, Google, Walmart and FedEx are just a few of the big names to announce streamlining moves. Some notable layoffs in Canada include NFT and blockchain company Dapper Labs that cut staff by 22% in a broader refocus for the company. Hootsuite laid off 5% of its workforce after a 30% reduction in August. Montreal-based video game studio Onoma closed its doors in November, affecting 200 employees. Montreal-based construction startup Reno Run cut 210 employees in late October after laying off 70 staff in August. Cannabis producer Pure Sun Farms cut 27 jobs. Shopify shed 70 more staff after cutting 10% of its workforce in July. Josh Bursing writes that while each company has experienced its own flavor of drama and strategic missteps, A common theme is leaders believing that changes provoked by the COVID-19 pandemic would be permanent. As many regions went into lockdown, audience and buyer behavior shifted. These layoffs are just one symptom of the increasingly fast pace of change in our world. All the news isn't grim, however. Job vacancies hit a record high in the second quarter and the unemployment level remains high. According to the Governor of Bank of Canada, Job losses will rise, but won't reach levels seen in past economic downturns. The City of Toronto announced that effective Thursday, December 1, the COVID-19 vaccination policy has been updated to reflect that mandatory vaccination is no longer required for city staff, volunteers and contractors. The city continues to strongly encourage everyone to get vaccinated against COVID-19, including a full booster dose to prevent severe illness. Based on recent arbitration and negotiations with the unions, approximately 350 unionized city employees who either did not disclose their vaccination status or did not get vaccinated will be offered reinstatement into an unpaid leave. As such, those staff who are on unpaid leave will also be eligible to start to return to the workplace when the updated policy comes in effect on December 1st. The City of Windsor in Ontario has announced that it is revoking its policy that requires employees to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 as a condition of employment. During a council meeting last week, councillors decided to rescind the vaccine mandate. The mandate, which was put in place in September 2021, required staff members to show proof of two COVID-19 vaccine doses to remain employed at the city by February 2022. 
a total of 104 non-compliant employees were terminated as the result of the policy. CTV reports that the city would contact the terminated employees to ask whether they are interested in returning to work. Unions representing airport security screeners say turnover for new employees is high despite efforts to hire more workers. Major delays and flight cancellations at airports across Canada earlier this year drew criticism. Among other measures to ease the chaos, the government promised to ramp up hiring of security screeners and did so with more than 2,000 new screeners hired since April. However, only one in three recent hires remain on the job in some regions. The pressure is on for airports to have a smooth holiday season, but high turnover and widespread bargaining between security screeners and their employers could become another issue. David Lipton with the United Steelworkers Union, which represents about 2,000 airport security screeners at 41 airports, said only about a third of the screeners hired in the past few months have stayed on, with the rest either quitting, leaving during the training period, or not showing up to training. Other unions reported similar turnover levels for recent new hires. Almost all of the security screeners covered by United Steelworkers Union are currently in bargaining with their employers. Among them are the Quebec and Atlantic Canada screeners, who recently rejected an offer from Securitas, and workers at the Ottawa airport who are bargaining with Garda World. According to the union, inflation has made current wages for security screening less attractive, making it harder to retain workers. And working conditions are driving people away with fewer workers, the shifts are longer and more stressful. Quebec's Workplace Safety Board, CNESST, sided with workers who in November claimed they were overworked in the emergency room at a hospital in the eastern townships. The Brome Missisquoi Perkins Hospital in Cowansville failed to ensure adequate staffing and proper management in its emergency room, according to CNESST. A year after the complaint, CNESST said that the regional health agency violated two occupational health and safety laws. Specifically, the agency didn't put in place measures to evaluate the risks associated with work overload, and it also did not adopt any mitigation measures for its workers. This month alone, there are 75 unfilled nursing shifts in the hospital's emergency room, according to the CBC report. As we reported here last week, the Newfoundland and Labrador government announced it would recruit internationally educated registered nurses from India who could fill vacancies in the province. Firefighters in British Columbia will now have easier access to workers' compensation benefit and support services in recognition of their higher risk of developing work-related cancers. The province is amending the Fire's Occupational Disease Regulation under the Workers' Compensation Act by adding two cancers, pancreatic and thyroid, to the existing list of cancers and heart diseases that firefighters are at increased risk of developing. If a firefighter develops one of the listed cancers after a certain period of employment, 
it is presumed that the cancer arose from their employment. The firefighter will be eligible for workers' compensation benefits without having to prove the cancer is work-related. BC has recognized occupational diseases for firefighters since 2005, when the Firefighters Occupational Disease Regulation was established. Changes to the Act in 2018 included adding firefighting as an eligible occupation in the new presumption for mental health disorders. BC recognizes 18 cancers as occupational diseases for firefighting. Cervical, ovarian, and penile cancers were added to the regulation in April 2022. Ceridian's 2023 Pulse of Talent survey of more than 8,800 workers from around the globe shows that flexibility holds sway over career decisions. 32% of survey respondents looking for a new job cited wanting more flexibility, and 49% of survey respondents said flexibility and work-life balance are most important attributes to them in a job. Respondents aged 18 to 24 rated the importance of flexibility to them higher than compensation. Despite gains in job flexibility, many workers still feel that they are missing out in their current role. 90% of survey respondents said they have felt stuck in their role over the past year. 33% said they feel that way often or always. Overall, only 52% feel committed to staying with their current employer for at least three to five years. And 70% respondents are a flight risk, with 49% open to new opportunities and 21% actively looking. This means roughly half of employees are open to change, but still can be retained. So how can employers help ensure their employees do not leave? MIT's Loan Management Review research shows that the opportunity to make a lateral career move was an important predictor of employee retention. It appears that linear career path is now largely a relic. Workers today want flexible careers. The survey findings reveal big opportunities for employers that are willing to rethink traditional career paths. Employers can retain and empower employees by reimagining career experiences allowing organizations to move faster, work smarter, and build resilience. Workers want personalized development plans and training opportunities and a chance to work on new projects and change their career within their organizations. And this was Canada HR News on November 14, 2022. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. You can find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHRNews or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.